Hey, I'm Ella Gray, and welcome back to the Key of E podcast. This week, I'm finishing my Phoebe Bridgers series by talking about her second album called Punisher. I love this album so much. I just bought it on my birthday on vinyl. Um, It's just on standard black. And I love the aesthetic of it. It came at such a perfect time. It coming out in 2020 and everybody being in lockdown. And it has this like dystopian feel to it. It's very like apocalyptic. I mean, you can just tell from the album cover alone. It's 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 very dark and cloudy and stormy. And I love it. It's great. It's Phoebe at her best. There's so many songs that I love on this album. I don't even know. I don't even think I skip any. I think I'm going to do a whole episode later on Boy Genius because I think that they deserve their own episode, obviously. And so I guess this isn't the last that we'll hear from Phoebe on this podcast. So eventually there will be a Boy Genius episode, so be on the lookout for that. I think we should start with Kyoto. love the horns in this song it's so cool i love that that's like the standout instrument something that people like to say about artists like phoebe bridgers and gracie abrams and Billie eilish they're like wow they sing too soft to have an upbeat song because they just whisper and sure i guess they have softer voices but all three of those artists have upbeat songs that are so great and I love a good ballad by Phoebe but she it's very clear in this song that she can do an up-tempo song and it's equally as pretty and it's powerful I mean the way that she sings on the choruses is powerful she is able to belt and use her voice and be powerful with her voice whether that's soft or if she's belting out the melody like she does on this chorus she's able to use her voice to convey emotions whenever it's needed something interesting that phoebe does is she makes the song titles not all of the time but some of the time the actual title of the song isn't even in the hook or the chorus of the song it's just hidden somewhere in the verse like in this song kyoto she says day off in kyoto that's how it starts and she only says it once She does the same thing in Funeral. She starts out the song Funeral. A ton of other songs, too. Punisher. She never really says Punisher because she says Punishers in the second verse, I believe. She says Chinese Satellite just only one time in the song. It's not really in the main chorus of the song. Savior Complex, she only says once. She never says Graceland, too, which we'll get to that later. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, But then there's obviously songs, like she says I see you multiple times and stuff like that, and then there's songs where she doesn't even say the title at all. Anyway, I just think, hey, your song title doesn't have to be always the main thing that you say 15,000 times in the song. It could be hidden somewhere, like a a little Easter egg that you have to find. Okay, let's get into the lyrics. You called me from a payphone. They still got payphones. It cost a dollar a minute. To tell me you're getting sober and you wrote me a letter, but I don't have to read it. It's kind of crazy how maybe I'm just a cynic. 
But when somebody tells me, like, I'm really working on myself, I'm really going to get it together, or they have a New Year's resolution where they're like, oh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop drinking or I'm going to um, try and work on myself, I obviously I, I want to believe them because we all have work to do. I need to work on myself too, which I try. We're all trying. We're all trying to work on it, obviously, and improve to get to the best versions of ourselves. But the cynic in me wants to be like, you've said this before and you didn't prove it to me and I want to believe you. I really do, but I can't until I see it. And I'm also <laughs> I'm pretty bad at um, believing, not believing things until I see them. Um, so I guess, hey, there is something I need to work on. See, every day, something new. But I get what she's saying when it's probably frustrating where she's getting a call from a payphone. It's costing money for her to even answer it. And they're like, I'm, I'm getting sober and I wrote you a letter and it says everything. And then she's like, okay, like we're doing this again. Like, I want to trust you, but sorry, I have heard this 15,000 times. So I can imagine that that's hard and that's, that's a difficult thing to trust somebody and actually believe them. In the chorus, she says, I'm going to kill you if you don't beat me to it. Dreaming through Tokyo skies. I wanted to see the world. Then I flew over the ocean and I changed my mind. She mentions her little brother um, in the second verse, who also shares her same, I guess, struggles with family members. He said you called on his birthday. You were off by like 10 days, but you get a few points for trying. Remember getting the truck fixed when you let us drive it? 25 felt like flying. I don't forgive you, but please don't hold me to it. Born under Scorpio skies. I wanted to see the world through your eyes until it happened. Then I changed my mind. Let's move on to the title track, which is Punisher. There's so many lines in this song. I mean, all of the lines are amazing and they all fit together and create just a great story. But I think having these lines is just like one-off lines are so just powerful she says I love a good place to hide in plain sight and the song ends with I can't open my mouth and forget how to talk because even if I could wouldn't know where to start wouldn't know where to stop next I want to talk about Halloween very fitting of the season This is one of those songs where I feel like it's just a conversation that we're witnessing as like a third party member as the listener. She says, I hate living by the hospital. The sirens go all night. I used to joke that if they woke you up, someone better be dying. Sick of the questions I keep asking you. They make you live in the past. But I can count on you to tell me the truth. Continuing with what I said last week about Stranger in the Alps, it's such like a fall and winter album. I feel like I could go to sleep to these albums literally in, in the best way possible. I They're very relaxing, but then if you are in the mood where you want to actually 
break down the lyrics and listen to the lyrics, then it makes you think. And then you're like, oh, God, she's really calling me out. But then on the other hand, they just sound so beautiful where you could just listen to it and it feels very lighthearted if you don't get too deep into the poetry that's in each of these songs. But they just make me want to just lay on the couch with a blanket when it's a rainy day. Let's move to Chinese Satellite. I've been running around in circles, pretending to be myself. Why would somebody do this on purpose when they could do something else? Drowning out the morning birds with the same three songs over and over. I wish I wrote it, but I didn't, so I learned the words. Hum along till the feeling is gone forever. Took a tour out to see the stars, but they weren't out tonight. So I wished hard on a Chinese satellite. I want to believe. Instead, I look at the sky and I feel nothing. You know I hate to be alone. I want to be wrong. You know I'd stand on the corner embarrassed with a picket sign. If it meant I would see you when I die. I feel like this song is so powerful because of her repeating, I want to believe. Because I feel like whenever people have a religion or some sort of faith that they can fall back onto, you can just blame that or blame the universe on everything instead of having to blame it on yourself. A lot of people just think that it's not for them, and I get it, because it's really hard to believe that there's somebody out there, or something out there that's looking out for you. Let's move to Savior Complex. Drift off on the floor, I drag you to the shore, sweating through the sheets, you're gonna drown in your sleep, for sure. Baby, you're a vampire, you want blood, and I promise, I'm a bad liar with a savior complex. All the skeletons you hide, show me yours, and I'll show you mine. This song does something cool musically, I think that the first time I heard it, it was a bit surprising, just because your brain kind of fills in what notes you assume are gonna come next if that makes sense whether it's just like a basic like walk up or walk down in some sort of musical scale whatever key the song is in but the first time I heard this song I was like oh I wasn't expecting her to go to that chord after the chord that was currently playing I I wish I had a piano I could better explain that but Here's what it sounds like actually in the song. It's a good thing I'm not a music teacher anymore. <laughs> Overly sincere, smoking in the car, windows up, crocodile tears from the tap till it's clear. Let's go to I See You. Laying down on the lawn, I'm tired of trying to get in the house. I'm thinking out loud. I've been playing dead my whole life, and I get this feeling 
Whenever I feel good, it'll be the last time. But I feel something when I see you now. In the second verse, we've got maybe my favorite line on this whole album. She says, I hate your mom. I hate it when she opens her mouth. It's amazing to me how much you can say when you don't know what you're talking about. I could name 17 people, probably, that do the same thing where I'm like, you could have just said nothing at all. You didn't have to start speaking. I try really hard to, whenever I talk about an artist, I try and pick my favorite song by them, which is nearly impossible because I feel like I could make a point why I have an emotional connection to every Phoebe Bridgers song. But I've narrowed it down to a top three, and they're all on this album, which is really surprising to me. They change the order in which they are changes, so I'm just going to say that my top three are, in no particular order, Kyoto, Savior Complex, and Graceland 2. And that's what I'm going to talk about next, is Graceland 2. God, I love everything about this song. It's so warm. It always makes me cry. It feels really delicate, just like the plucking of all of the string instruments, and it's just really beautiful. And uh, I found what Graceland Two is because she never she doesn't say it in the song. Um, that's Graceland T O O, so Graceland as well, and it's like this dude who like has a house kind of near Graceland kind of outside of (laughs) Graceland and it's just like a bunch of Elvis memorabilia that like he has I think he died actually oh okay yeah he's dead dang what a wild story sick So I guess he really liked Elvis and he had a bunch of, he had like a whole little Elvis tourist attraction thing, which is in theory kind of cool, but I think people who went were like, oh, this is like stalker level material, buddy. (laughs) Kind of, kind of crazy. Anyway, so that's what Graceland 2 is. Graceland as well. Graceland again. She says, no longer a danger to herself or others. She made up her mind and laced up her shoes. Yelled down the hall, but nobody answered, so she walked outside without an excuse. She could go home, but she's not going to. So she picks a direction, it's 90 to Memphis. Turns up the music so thoughts don't intrude. Predictably winds up thinking of Elvis, and wonders if he believed songs could come true. That's where we get our little reference to Graceland with Elvis and Memphis. Doesn't know what she wants or what she's going to do. A rebel without a clue. Said she knows she lived through it to get to this moment. The way that the song ends with Phoebe basically repeating, I would do anything that she wants to do. She's just proving that she is loyal to her and takes that concept and just paints a beautiful picture of the girl that she's singing about getting through 
a terrible experience and we know that when she says said she knows she lived through it to get to this moment and then in the beginning um it opening with no longer endangered herself or others it's just this bond that they have where they love each other and she wants to keep her safe from the world because it's it's brutal and she says that she would do anything that she wants to do and it's just really, I don't know, it, the way it comes full circle where you can hear um, Julian and Lucy's harmonies in the background. And obviously, I mean, we, we know they all sound beautiful together, obviously. We're going to end with the last track on this album, which is I Know the End. Close my eyes, fantasize, three clicks, and I'm home. When I get back, I'll lay around, then I'll get up and lay back down. Romanticize a quiet life, there's no place like my room. But you had to go, I know, I know, I know. Like a wave that crashed and melted on the shore. Out in the park, we watched the sunset. Talking on a rusty swing set, after a while you went quiet and I got mean. I'm always pushing you away from me but you come back with gravity. I love when she says, this might be my favorite line in the song, when she says, but I'm not going to go down with my hometown in a tornado. I'm going to chase it. I know, I know, I know. Just the idea of everyone being like, okay, you're, you're crazy for believing this. You're crazy for thinking this. And she's like, I know, I know. I'm, I'm insane. But I'm not going to be held to the town lines of, of where I'm from. I'm, I'm more than that. I love this song because I love songs that have like movements or acts, I guess you could say, where there's a tempo change and it kind of speeds up and it almost feels like a totally different song, but it still feels like, I mean, it, it obviously is the same song, but it, it just feels like you walked into a new room and it's still the same. I mean, you're still in the same house, but it feels like a totally new environment that you're in. Driving out into the sun, let the ultraviolet cover me up, went looking for a creation myth. Ended up with a pair of cracked lips. Windows down, heater on, big bolts of lightning hanging low. Over the coast, everyone's convinced it's a government drone or an alien spaceship. Either way, we're not alone. I'll find a new place to be from. A haunted house with a picket fence to float around and ghost my friends. No, I'm not afraid to disappear. The billboard said the end is near. I turned around. There was nothing there. Yeah, I guess the end is here kind of feeds into this idea that I mentioned at the beginning of this album being like a dystopian apocalyptic type setting. I love it. I love that the album ends like that. As I've said 15,000 times, I love this album. I think it's perfectly written. I think the songs are in a perfect order. And yeah, I, I wish I could go back to the first time that I heard it. I think about that all the time. I'm like, Imagine hearing these songs for the first time again, like, that would be crazy, because this album came at such a perfect time. I think for all of us, I think we all needed, obviously, a new Phoebe album, so, and, and we got it, and it was very amazing. Thank you so much for listening to my series on Phoebe Bridgers, and I'll be back next week. <laughs>